Welcome to the Mark and Story of the Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the banks of the beautiful Crystal Blue Waters of the Missouri River. It is Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. If you enjoy Two Douchebags and a Microphone, you'll definitely enjoy a shovel today. Two tool bags and a socket wrench will be right back. Me too. All right. Here we are again. Yeah, two douchebags. And a microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Topher. We are at the Filthy Bean. Yes. And if it sounds kind of funny, it's because we're out on the patio and we got a nice gentle rain going. Yeah, yeah, I'm really digging this. This is perfect time to time and place to have some hot coffee. And oh, this is excellent. Really get into that Filthy Bean. hot. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Google image the Filthy Bean. You can see the patio. Maybe they'll see us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do have a live cam somewhere. I don't know if it's on oh, the patio cool. or indoors, but yeah, you just go, hey, Google, the fil- the filthy bean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. There's a lot of a lot of businesses that have, like, internal security cameras. Why not just put a feed online, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll have to ask Rick and find out about that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so if you can find a cam with us there, there we are. Yep. So... Hopefully not a bathroom cam, because nobody wants to see that. Oh, no, no. In that case, we would get really stupid and just start moving people. (laughs) My voice is a little hoarse, I'm sorry. Yeah, mine's a little pony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, anyhow, you had some interesting subjects that you wanted to go into. You know, Dan Snyder is having all sorts of more trouble. I haven't even looked up his uh, his past list of high crimes and misdemeanors, but uh, to kind of summarize, he's been um, he's been cheating the other other NFL team owners and the league in general, and he's also been cheating the minority stakeholders in his own team. You know who loves this? <clears throat> Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones. Because it takes the focus off of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very happy to have the spotlight somewhere else. Yeah, they're like, go right, go right on ahead. <laughs> yes. um, so when I say the term minority owner of the red of the uh, commanders, that means they have a smaller share, not ethnic minority. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anymore, you have to point yeah. that out. So, so yeah. they were saying basically the NFL is owned by thirty old white men, one old white woman, and one old. Arabian or Middle Eastern man who owns the Jaguars. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> 31 out of 32 is old white people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, Anyways. real quick on that note, mm-hmm. we're going to have a guest here in a couple of weeks. I met him at the wedding of my friend Andy, uh, Andy and Jennifer's wedding. Mm-hmm. And he's his uncle, Andy's uncle. His name is Roberto Aguare. And he has written several books about the history of Kansas City. He was homeless. He and he has all at one time. He isn't now. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I think he did well with himself. He's been married to his wife for like fifty some years. Nice, really, really good guy. And he wants to come on the show and he wants to talk about his uh, books because he doesn't profit from them. He gives a hundred percent of the uh, proceeds to children's charities. That's nice. He's a really good guy automatically struck up a conversation with him Mm -hmm. and he started telling me this information i'm like you know not only do i want your book but i want you to come on our podcast and he's like yeah i I don't know what he's gonna think of our name (laughs) (laughs) but i he seems like he has a sense of humor (laughs) yeah let's hope (laughs) but it's gonna be it's gonna be a really cool podcast this guy's a very interesting person yeah sounds like it and uh, he's wanting to tell some of his stories about being homeless yeah he wants to tell some of the stories about growing up in Kansas City, and his history of Kansas City is insane. There's a lot. There's a lot to learn about the town. There's there's stuff people kind of hear, but when you really dig into it, it's pretty amazing the kind of stuff that's well, going on here. One of the things that he has in his book, and he spoke to me about, was Kansas City was one vote away from being called Possum Trot. I've I've heard this before, Possum Trot. Can you imagine the be. Boston Trot Chiefs? <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have gotten any sports franchises, that's no, for sure. No, no, no. 
Awesome trot. <laughs> yeah. God. So anyhow, thank God that did not go through. Yeah. And it was named after the Kansas Indian tribe, I do believe. Wasn't it? Yeah. And Native American. Sorry. And I, that, according to the song by Kansas, that means people of the South Wind. I believe it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not that far south. We're in the middle. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe the people that settled came up from the south. Or maybe just the wind did. Oh, that could be. Yeah. We have strong southerly winds, especially during the summer. That blows in all those lovely tornadoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loves to do that. Yes. And then as those severe storms the other night. Yeah. Blew in all that dust from uh, Wyoming and Utah. and yeah, all the, all, it's all over pl- the cars. Yeah. And, yeah. It blew in dust from there. And then when it started raining... It came down on all our shit. It was like a mud rain for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I come out, I'm like, what? who the fuck threw mud all over everything? <laughs> yeah. Mother Nature did. Yeah. So We're going to be driving back to KC late tonight, and I guess it's supposed to rain tomorrow in KC. And oh, yeah, that's right. we got to get out here early. Yeah. Because that's going to be a snowstorm. Yeah. And what? how long did it take us to get here? About Maybe, eight hours. About eight hours. That's yeah. what I thought. So we could leave in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> because the last I saw on um, on the internet, I looked up uh, Channel 4's uh, forecast, mm-hmm. and they're calling for it later in the afternoon. So if we leave in yeah. the morning, we're fine. Okay. Yeah, I figured it was going to be starting to rain anyway, and then switching over. But and then I think out to the south, specifically through Arkansas, there's going to be a lot of severe weather again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if we get stuck in Nashville, we'll have to go to the Gibson Garage and buy some more stuff. You know what? Maybe we won't leave till afternoon. <laughs> so, oh shit, we can't leave now. Look at that radar. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. We That's... better stay. Yep. It's a matter of uh, personal safety. You think Rick will uh, put us up again? I don't see why not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Hey, we saved the money by offering to drive. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, that we wanted to run by a couple of restaurants. Uh huh. Um, a couple of barbecue joints that were on. Um, Guy Fieri's list. Yeah, yeah. And only one of them was open, and it was really good. It was. This was. It was a tasty. place outside of Memphis somewhere. Um, damn, can't even. Oh well, uh, what was the name of it? It's something, something in gravy. Yeah, like you eat and you eats or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I'll look it up on the receipt. It, oh well, anyhow, it was a good place to eat. Yeah. We're glad that we did that. Hopefully, on the way back, we'll have maybe an hour to spend on that other place mm-hmm. that is um, just outside of Cape Girardeau. That's the taco place. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I want to try that. Yeah. Yeah. Better better to do it this way than take the bus. You know, the bus won't stop for us to get off and get some tacos. Yeah. No. <laughs> and whenever someone takes a dump in there. Yeah. Oh my God. You yeah. know, there's always some idiot that like doesn't unload their fucking yeah, uh, yeah. doesn't unload their cabbage at the fucking center. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. they gotta wait till you get on the bus. Then ten minutes into the drive, they spray that shit everywhere. Fucking Helga goes in there. Yeah. Fucking drops a stink brick. Fucking stick stinks up the whole bus. Yep. Yeah, and then so. you gotta pee real bad, but you know you can't walk in there because you'll pass out. Oh, no, no, I got a system on that. Large Gatorade bottle. Mm-hmm. That way there's no argument when you piss. Yeah. Okay? A, a large Gatorade bottle, only a little bit of Gatorade in it. Yeah. You got to piss. You swig that Gatorade real quick, and you take your uh, coat uh-huh. very calmly and gently and uh, quietly. Pull it over put your, it over your lap. lap. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the rest is a little bit of a technique, but you can get it done if yeah. you really got to piss. It's like tying your shoelaces without looking. Yes. Kind of like that. And it's actually kind of fun if the person next to you, you don't know them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, hey. You can look at them and smile and yeah. say, I'm pissing right when next you're to you. When they're talking to you, you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. What's that sound? What sound? Oh, I think that sounds like a tire. Yeah. No, it sounds like someone pissing in a bottle. No, 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 it's a tire. I heard that before. The tire's got a very little tread on them. Yeah. I think it's starting to fray. Mind your own business. <laughs> so, I think we were talking about the commanders at some point. Where oh, we, that's right. We start, yeah. I, I think we. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, how we so, end up on greyhounds and having oh, to piss gosh, in a bottle? I have no idea. And Helga taking a big dump. Yes, Helga and her stink brick. <laughs> um, so, hey, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so anyway. Um, 
So Daniel Snyder owns, I think, 60% of the team, and then there's a group yep. of three or four other guys that own the other 40%. And uh, what the, uh, these, these, these minority stakeholders discovered the other day in the fine print of some paperwork that came through was that Snyder took out a $55 million loan from the team for himself. So it's money that the team has, and since he owns sixty percent of the team, he had the team loan him fifty-five mil, and he didn't run it by any of his other partners. Ooh. He just did it and snuck it through on the fine print—an illegal and uh, unapproved loan. <laughs> so the minority owners figured it out and was like, "Hey!" And they went to Snyder and said, uh, "What the hell's going on here? We need to." dig into this and he said mm, no I refuse to investigate I, I run the company and I've decided the company's not going to investigate this <laughs> isn't that fucked up so then they went over his head to the league and the league investigated it because they figured oh he's got to be cheating us too and he is in all sorts of ways um, and turns out he's been spending all this money just on his lifestyle jets and clothes and jewelry and food and parties and yeah he's he's like uh he's like the the mobsters were raiding the teamsters retirement fund you know uh-huh. just sucking it dry for their own personal use and never intending to pay it back <laughs> that's fucked yeah and now snyder is saying i'll sell but i want seven billion which you'll never get and he wants 100% legal and financial immunity for whatever gets discovered after the team gets sold. And the league said, no. In fact, we want immunity from you. We uh, we want you to take the hit what? on there. Hang on, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no, Rick is in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right, no, no problem. No, he's... If you go into the front and you go around the corner... He's not in the gonna... walk-in, is he? What? Is that... he in the walk-in freezer? Oh, maybe. It... Did you go in first? Okay. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> no, we gave him good directions. He's in there. Okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah, okay. All right, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You notice how she didn't even come out. She just stuck her head out the door. Yeah. It's raining out here. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get refills. We don't even look like Rick. I don't know why. <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, uh, let's see. So, yeah, both the League and Dan Snyder are claiming they want 100% immunity from the other. So, they're both trying to dodge the big pile of crap that's about to land somewhere. Because <laughs> there's some ugliness that's been going on that hasn't come out yet. And they're both trying to find a way to be on the high ground when it happens. Well, here's the deal. They would cut a deal with Daniel Snyder if they could, but they need him as a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to get blamed for whatever nastiness they're they're uh, worried about. We don't know who all is on the list of all these dirty deeds, either. Exactly. (laughs) It could be all the way up to Goodell, for all we know. Yeah. (laughs) It could be up to all the... um, Every owner may be into some... We don't know. You know, we know Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones... uh, Aren't the uh, straightest of people? No, they're not. Uh, the former owner of the Eagles was... Uh, hey, isn't that that team we beat the shit out of? That is the one yeah. we beat the crap out of. Yeah. But I think back when uh, the Raiders... Actually, we didn't beat the crap out of, but... It is, yeah. Uh, we won. The one that the... the A one-legged when man beat him. Philly and the Raiders played mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, I think the owner of the Eagles at that time... Um, he was a uh, gambling addict and bet on his own team, drained money out of I his team that. I to that. gamble, was constantly broke. Uh, mm-hmm. Lamar Hunt basically helped, and Carl Peterson basically helped him survive mm-hmm. uh, after he was forced to sell the team because the bookies... Because and the, Peterson used to work for him. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. But the bookies and loan sharks were coming after him, and they were going to get involved in the league. So the league said, we need to buy you out now so they can't touch us. Yeah. And then he was basically penniless the rest of his life. But, um, so that's that's the kind of person the NFL has had as owners. Hey, Not the quick. straightest arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real quick, 
Our two listeners in Philadelphia, I'm sorry I'm out off. Please keep listening. Yes. We need you guys. Yeah. Okay. It's not your fault a one-legged man beat you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there goes our two listeners. Yeah. (laughs) We don't give a fuck. Yep. We only have advertisers. Well, I mean, we got the filthy bean. That's about it. Yeah. 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 We don't have anyone that gives a shit about us Mm -hmm. advertising-wise, so, you know. And we we have our uh, action figures that come with the free taint. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, it's our own advertising. So yeah, doesn't yeah, really count. Yeah, yeah. That, I was kind of thinking that's just self promotion. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're gonna have a new new calendar too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. gonna be good. We're gonna be on top of cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. We promise it's it. At least half the pictures <coughs> won't be dick pics. Yeah, there may be some. Well, except for the one at the Liberty Memorial. I was gonna say there's could be some dick pics, but they won't be all dick. The pics. one when we're on top of Liberty Memorial with our schlongs hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, different. You can you can tell we we can almost reach the ground from yeah, from up yeah. top there. So pretty high up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna I'm enjoying watching what's gonna happen with the oh I'm gonna enjoy watching this unfold. Washington Commanders. They've already told Jeff Bezos, the former Amazon guy, that they won't even let him submit a bid to buy the team. <laughs> so like, nope, we don't want you. You know what? They don't need to give a guy like Bezos uh, ammunition, do they? I don't know. They, they, uh, the the NFL owners have a real good idea of the kind of person they want joining their little club. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to be is not that person. No, apparently not. You got to be willing to go along with the plans they've already got set in motion. I mean, they've got stuff that they planned and, and started ten years ago. That aren't going to pay off for another ten well, years. It wasn't any secret that he wanted to join the NFL. Yeah. So they obviously researched and was like, you know, this guy, nah. So. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these uh, business, social media business owners suddenly want NFL teams. Yeah, but, I find it interesting. Yeah. that Like all of these. Um, yeah. Why is that? Is that recognition? I think it's the rock star aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Like the Super Bowl commercials where everybody wants to be called a rock star even though they don't actually yeah. play an instrument. Yeah. But the <laughs> the NFL doesn't want to be anybody's fad. They don't want, you know, owning an NFL team to be a fad or hip or in thing. It's You're like, right. uh-uh. This is serious ass business <coughs> and we're not going to have some, you know, boy ex-boy band guy come breeze in and suddenly pick up a team. So, <laughs> They're, they're, they want That's to be a taken point. a whole lot more seriously than just, you know, Angelina Jolie out there adopting an NFL team or something. I remember John Bon Jovi wanted to have a part of an NFL team, uh-huh. but he settled for some other league. Yeah. Like was... the USFL or something. Oh, it was the Arena League. It was the Arena League. Yeah, it was the New Jersey arena. one, yeah. Yeah, he had an arena team. But he was wanting in on the NFL, and he had the money to do it. Yep, and he but said I don't, no. He, oh, did they say no to him? Mm-hmm. Okay. He couldn't even get in as a as a minority owner. Well, he's Italian, isn't he? I would think. But with their new gambling policy, maybe that would fit in. You know? Yeah. Or maybe like, he hey, was the wrong kind of Italian. Yeah, he wasn't uncle, crooked. Yeah, that's it right there. <laughs> we like, don't want one of you law-abiding types. What the hell? <laughs> what do you mean you only played Vegas five times? Get out of here. <laughs> really? What kind of Italian are you? Jeez. You haven't killed anybody by the time you were 12? You never bet in your life? <laughs> you won't fit in around the NFL. <laughs> you probably don't like pizza. <laughs> We're not talking that authentic shit. We're talking that frozen Tostino's cracker crust pizza. Oh, every Italian loves that. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Saw a commercial the other day for uh, the Calm app. Um, They're like, uh, help you with meditation. Uh, the, The app, they keep saying the app, you can download the app for free. Well, yeah, the app is free, but if you want to actually listen to any of the stuff, you got to buy it all. <laughs> that old gag. Yeah. Um, it's like saying, you can walk into the car dealership and look at the car for free. Okay, great. Or Jimmy John's stupid free smells. <laughs> yes, free smells. Um, so anyway, so uh, uh, it was a Calm commercial, and they were giving an example of brown noise. Now, I'd heard of white noise and pink noise. 
Okay, I don't know what one. pink noise is. Yeah. So if you could explain that as well as brown noise, I'd like to hear both of them. I looked them up. They weren't quite what I thought they were at first. Uh, white noise is a random signal with equal intensity at all frequencies. Okay. So no matter what the frequency is, it's getting the same amount of energy, and they're all getting random in- inputs. So it comes out as just wall of chaotic hiss. And then there's that movie, White Noise, mm-hmm. and there's all that hubbub about it picking up spirits, mm-hmm. afterlife, and all that. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. There was an Anthrax album called White Noise. Oh, yeah, there was, yeah. Um, it was decent. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it with Joey Belladonna? Yeah. 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 The stuff with John Bush was good, too. But, yeah, okay. Anyhow. But uh, White Noise is useful in a lot of ways. Uh, sound engineers use it. Um They'll put a sensitive microphone in a room, and then they'll have speakers producing white noise. And then the microphone picks it up and sees if any of the frequencies are uh, amplified or decreased, because they should all be the exact same. So then you know the room is either soaking up or amplifying certain frequencies, and you can adjust your EQ accordingly Um, and get back to a nice neutral sound. On a slightly different note, you know anything about the spiritual afterlife white noise deal i know they made a movie about it yeah it's it's similar to um people who will start a recording device in a completely quiet space but turn the gain up all the way Mm -hmm. and then leave it for hours maybe ask some questions eventually some people might hear it and then hey hey or something like that right People have occasionally heard responses to their questions. Um, so, And then the white noise is a similar thing where they're picking out messages from the background sound noise. They static, amplify whatever. different sounds until they hear something. Yeah. So it's kind of almost like backmasking where mm-hmm. you keep going through it and you have something that sounds like something. <clears throat> maybe it is, maybe it didn't. Yeah. That. There, I can't remember what the term is that I saw it the other day. Our brains are designed to find patterns and meaning. Well, um, and we you ever look for it up, constantly. You ever looked up a divot box? Huh. Let me hang on. Okay. This is something I would like to get into, and we'll get to the brown noise too. But I found this very interesting. A divot box, I think, is like a portal to the other side. Or something like that, and I think it's divot. I'm not for, not for sure on the name. Divot box. According to Wikipedia, the divot box or divot box is a wine cabinet claimed to be haunted by a divot, a concept from Jewish mythology. Okay. Not quite what I thought it was. Yeah, I, I've I've heard. Two Shirley Temples and a bottle of scotch. We'll be right back. From, From the, the makers, makers of Who Bit My, My Asshole Board Game and Balloon Art with Boss Sacks video series, it's two douchebags and a microphone action figures. Act now and get a free bag of flaming hot Cheetos, a bottle of antibiotics, and three free mullets. That's right, dress your douchebag up and send them off to horrible scenarios all day long. Order soon and get a free at-home tape piercing kit. That's right, free home tape piercing kit, new from Chisbro. The term Dybbuk before D-Y-B-U-K or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And it's usually used uh, as uh, some sort of possessing spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw, uh, no, it's not a a movie, but there was uh, a story I read about uh, you could have the memories and personalities of famous people implanted in your brain and it was like having them live in your mind the whole time. Okay. And uh, occasionally one of those personalities would get strong enough to take over the, their host and then that was called a dybbuk where it was you know the body of the original person but the spirit and brain of That's the, where they got the a long from. dead person. Okay. okay. Um, Alright, anyhow, go ahead with your report um, there. It just kind of remind me of it the way you're talking about yeah. that. So. so so there you know good uses for white noise. Um, and then there's pink noise, which sounds like white noise only with less higher frequencies. Okay. Um, and it, it it's it is almost that. Um, again it's a random signal, 
but instead of equal intensity at all frequencies, it's equal intensity for each octave of sound. Hmm. Okay. And since, so there's little slight variations between mm-hmm. white and pink noise. Yeah. Okay. So you hear more the lower frequencies so, um, in pink noise. These are used for two different types of meditation, uh-huh. maybe? Yeah. Um, white noise tends to be a lot more uh, active. Uh, pink okay. noise can be a little more subliminal. Uh, white noise, a good example of white noise would be like a, a raging waterfall. It's kind of like white noise. Okay. Um, pink noise would sound like the same raging waterfall, but the window's closed and the drapes are pulled and it's outside. And it's filtering in through the wall and you're losing a lot of high frequencies. Um, they're both random uh, sounds, just amplified in a different way. Well, I mean, I heard the new Amber Heard alert system uh, covers a lot of that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roaring river and ocean waves and yeah. all that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of flushing sounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this commercial also mentioned brown noise, and I thought, okay, well, I'm familiar with the brown sound, and that's mm-hmm. like the Eddie Van Halen guitar sound. That's called the brown sound. Um, and then there's, uh, supposedly there's a brown sound, it's a certain frequency that makes you crap your pants. That was in a, a South Park episode. Okay. (laughs) But uh, what they're talking about, uh, brown noise, uh, can also be called brownian noise or red noise. Those are also names for it. I don't know where they get red. Hmm. But brownian is referring to a scientist uh, whose uh, last name was Brown who discovered that objects tend to move around in random ways. Like if you were to focus in on all the little teeny tiny particles floating around in a glass of water, they're not completely still. They're constantly Mm -hmm. moving and shifting and bumping and colliding because everything's being hit by water molecules all the time. It's never perfectly still. If it was perfectly still, it'd be frozen. Mm -hmm. So that constant motion of everything is he calls the Brownian motion. So, in order to get the Brownian noise, or brown noise, is they convert that Brownian motion into an audio signal. And it's just intensely random in its own way. And it sounds completely different from brown, from white noise or pink noise. Uh-huh. And the <clears throat> reputed beneficial effects is, if you're having trouble... Uh, calming your mind or turning off racing thoughts brown noise is really good for just kind of taking over and and keeping you from thinking so it's just like whatever meditation you're looking for that's what type of noise you'll look for yeah yeah okay and it's it's not that it's not that different from uh for for a while meditation groups were simulating the sounds that you would hear as a developing baby inside your mother. You'd hear the the rush of body fluids and blood circulating. You'd hear your mother's heartbeat. You'd hear muffled noises. For a long time, people would use that for meditation because it was kind of return to the womb kind of thing. <laughs> but that, that fell out of favor. But brown noise now apparently has... Uh, um, has some uh, uh, fans now, and it's starting to get a little more uh, uh, some more traction. But yeah, good for sleep and calming the brain. So. Wow! Um, this rainstorm we got going here is is you know like oh, a half-assed I mean, version of white noise. I wonder if we sound as relaxing as this is. This is pretty relaxing. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing it compared to it was the cruise calling. Yeah, yeah. I was so relaxed you could hear it. I mean, I was just like, like something a, about watching the ocean. Mm-hmm. Just man, like a burning campfire, the sound and staring into a campfire. That's pretty relaxing. Oh God, that's great. I yeah. love it. I used to think wind was you know the wind sounds outside. Because you know, oh, you're inside. And it's you know, it's so cozy and warm. But anymore, having you know, strong winds outside just bugs me. Yeah, like, I can't I'm the really same relax. way. I used to enjoy them. Now I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this shit's got to stop. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, wind is not really my friend anymore. <coughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, 
Yep, I'm, I feel the same way for whatever reason. Yeah. And I used to be like you, where or what you were before. Yeah, if, I used to like it. If I'm if I'm flying a kite or or uh, sailing a sailboat, then I like wind. But the rest of the time, mm, yeah. a, a mild breeze is about all I need. <laughs> Just yeah, enough to keep here. the bugs away. Yeah, and that's it. I agree. Yeah. Keep the fucking mosquitoes out of my yard, and that's yeah. it. So. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, hey, uh, I ran across this. Mm, yeah. Russell Wilson, his set of demands before he even stepped foot in a Denver uniform. Oh, great. Yeah, pretty interesting. <laughs> Russell Wilson rubbed some Bronco coaches the wrong way during his first season in Denver. This is according to The Athletic. I'm picturing him rubbing the Denver coaches. Hey. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Come on. Hey, you're married, Russell. She don't care. <laughs> now get over here and get your rub down. I know that's part of the deal, but I didn't think you're serious. <laughs> so anyhow, according to Athletic, okay, so Wilson, uh, who signed a five-year, $245 million extension with the Broncos before ever playing a regular season game for them, received special treatment that didn't go over well among members of the staff. Wilson, 34, had informed Broncos general uh, manager George Palon, or Palon, or whatever, that he planned to hire a staff separate from the team employees, which included, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I heard something I about too. this today, about the smoothie. There, Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on here. I'll, I'm not even sure if I got the smoothie part. You can go into that here. No, it's just the one thing, but I'll, yeah, I'll jump in. <laughs> okay, um. He planned to hire a staff separate from team employees, which included his personal quarterback coach, Jake Heaps, a physical therapist, and a nutritionalist. Wilson also reportedly expressed it was essential to have his staff inside the team facility, which is typically reserved for team personnel. Well, yeah. People well, think employed about that. by the Broncos organization. Here comes this guy making all the money and having all these demands. Mm-hmm. He wants to bring his own posse with him. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> I imagine the rest of the team going, fuck this guy, this prima donna. I get it now. And the funny thing is, is they kept such tight wraps on it in Seattle. Yeah. Nobody knew they were getting damaged goods. <coughs> the athletic, know, they'll put up with that stuff if you're winning all the games, but not if you're doing what he did last year. Oh, if they would have won the division or even came close to it, mm-hmm. you wouldn't hurt a peep of this. No. <laughs> the athletic also rioted. Oh, the, sorry. The athletic also noted that the agreement was approved by former head coach Nathaniel Hackett. That figures. That was his first strike, right there. Let's face it. When he succumbed to Russell Wilson, <clears throat> he bent over for Russell Wilson. Yeah. So yeah, when Wilson got there, he was in charge. Hackett never had a chance to exactly. tell him what to do. No, and I'm pretty sure he did whatever he wanted. Gosh. No one else I have uh, been around has ever been able to have those people in there. Which, looking back on it, not a good idea. A member of the 22 Broncos coaching staff said, per the Athletic. <laughs> Some veteran players had no problem with the setup. However, he's got a whiteboard the sides of the wall, and it's just littered with motivational quotes and new play concepts, said wide receiver Kendall Hinton, who caught 24 passes for 300 <laughs> 11 yards a season. (laughs) (laughs) Why he's even on this article. He's probably the only one they could find that would talk nice about him. Bingo, that's it right there. Some guy, he only had 300 yards. (laughs) (laughs) He wants 500 next next year. Yeah, Yeah, if he doesn't leap the guy's defense, he's not going to throw the ball his way. It was crazy to see his mind mind thrown out there on the wall. Former Broncos uh, running back Melvin Gordon had a and at Wilson's office, which was on the second floor of the facility, same as the other Broncos executives and coaches, which was usually for strictly football. Yeah. And that's in parentheses, so who knows? Hmm. Maybe it wasn't used for strictly football. Yeah. I kind of gathered out of that. Yeah. Anybody could go to his office, and he was like, hey, if you want to learn extra plays, you want to go over this, you want to go over that, Gordon said. So Gordon didn't really have a problem with it, doesn't sound. He was like, yeah. hey, you know, he's doing all this and that. However, the location of Wilson's office reportedly caused some issues. The players were also on the first floor. Uh, they were always on the first floor. 
<coughs> they never really came up to the second floor. One anonymous coach told the outlet, if you come up to the second floor as a player, it honestly wasn't a good thing because you're probably getting released. Yeah, yeah. So Wilson was up there. With, with the, the bosses. Man, with the bosses. Oh, God. One offensive player alleged that Wilson told teammates his office had an open-door policy. One coach indicated to the athletic that this caused an unusual dynamic. So are you a coach or are you a player? Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's like if I go up there for a coach, do I go to you first? Do I get intercepted by you? He put himself in a really bad situation <laughs> there. Yeah. He's making himself not a teammate, but not quite a coach. He was his own separate country. I like what the Sun Identified coach said. And yeah. Now, mind you, they were all let go, uh-huh. so they don't give a shit what they're saying now. Yeah, really. Your open door should be sitting at your locker, the coach said. Yes. Yeah, it should be. Mahomes, someone has an issue or something, needs to talk to him, I guarantee you he goes to their locker. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, what's up, Johnny? You know, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Wilson completed 60.5% of his passes and threw 16 touchdowns in 2022, the lowest marks of his career while throwing for 3,524 yards and 11 interceptions. 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Mm. He was also sacked a career high 55 times, so the offensive line didn't give a fuck about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was I was hearing reports of some player that was coming off the practice field, and his one member of his entourage was running out there with a smoothie to hand to him. I don't know if it was Russell Wilson or or another quarterback, but oh, it, this is what you're talking about, yeah, yeah. Kind of rubbed the rest of the team the wrong way. It's like they got to haul their ass over to get some Gatorade or water, and this guy's got somebody, you know, scampering out on the field to wipe his chin and. Hand him a fresh smoothie. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now that's that right there mm-hmm. is prima donna shit. Well, there was a, a kind of a concerning report uh, coming out of the Chiefs that I heard today. Oh, uh, yeah? They had the players uh, rating the organization in a number of ways. I think this was done all over the league. Um, and this was the Chiefs' um, results. Uh, the 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 big areas of concern was the training staff. Really? And they said um, the the members of the the actual members of the training staff are generally well liked and friendly. But the guy in charge, Rick Burkholder or something, Burke something. Burkhold. Yeah. They say he's awful. Um, they said they, it needs to have a more welcoming atmosphere, which means he probably yells at people and tells them, you ain't her, you're just a sissy, go away. Um, <laughs> probably old school. There's generally not enough equipment, hot tubs and things. The sauna's too small. The hot tub's too small. And he said the uh, the players overall said the attitude is if you get hurt, keep it to yourself and don't report it. That's not good. No. And if you... That can also get you in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And remember the training staff says don't report it, don't make a big deal at it, and if you do anyway, you get disciplined, you get punished. You, they get to take revenge somehow. That's bullshit. Yeah, huh? That, that needs to be nipped in the bud now. Yeah. So the Chiefs overall gave their training staff a D minus. Wow. Uh huh. That's not good at all. No. But one of the one of the guys talking about it said, um, "Take this with a grain of salt because if you're going to the training area, it's because you're hurt and you're in a bad mood anyway, and they're not all that." to spend a lot of time and effort and money on just everybody. Mm-hmm. He says, pretty much the way it is in the Chiefs organization, there's about nine guys they care about on the team. And then the other 42 or so 
pretty much get leftovers. Okay, not defending the Chiefs, but something tells me like every team is like this. I think so. They're yeah. bread and butter, and then there's everybody else. Yeah, Kelsey, Mahomes, Chris Jones, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Bolton, Pacheco, Pacheco. Yeah, the ones they care about, the receivers. Yeah. But then you know the second string linebackers or you yeah know, yeah they're not substitute any love. guards. Butker probably get a lot of love. Yeah yeah. The rest the, of them they're like, yeah they they the, see the others getting all this treatment and the image the public image and they're like uh, that's not the way it is when I go Schuster to work. Schuster would probably get a lot of love. The thing is is this right here the upper echelon of the skill positions mm-hmm. are all going to get all the love and then everybody else. <laughs> it's like this. Those guys are the guys you're going to try to resign. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is interchangeable. Yeah, and they're taking from the 43 in order to give to the top 10. Exactly. Yep. It's it's not like. Well, I'll put it like this though. Yeah. They signed up for it. They know what it is. True. True. So, and yeah. everybody, by the time you get to the pro level from college. You already know what you're getting into. Yeah, you've had plenty of opportunity to talk to people who are in the league, have been in the league. If you think about it, it's no different than regular life. Yeah. The CEO of my place gets a hell of a lot more privileges than I do. Yeah, and he also bears a crap ton more responsibility. Yeah, even the staff managers get a hell of a lot more than I do. Yeah. But I'm not saying they don't earn it. Yeah. What I'm saying is is that's the way it is. Yeah, when my oldest brother was working his uh, geology um, career, um, he was making you know a lot of money and doing really well. But he went to college for four years and got a degree, and then continued to educate himself, put in tons of time at work, took on jobs with a lot of responsibility. I didn't want that. You know, that was the trade-off. I no, didn't make I, as much, I, but I had a lot more free time and a lot more fun. <laughs> I was the same way. I was yeah. offered a really high, um, a better paying job, but a higher mm-hmm. job at, at a place. And I was like, nah, nah. Yeah. Because when they told me what all they wanted me to do, I'm like, that's not me. It, it's like getting your dream house, but it's three-hour drive from everything. Yes. Yeah, that's a great way of describing it's it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's three hours over your life you'll never get back. I'm driving yeah. everywhere, every time. Yeah, uh, It's not worth it. I apologize for my voice, guys. Sorry. Mm. way it is. I'm still here battling, though. Um, you think those sprinklers are on a timer? Oh, <laughs> They are going off, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> if you look next to the tree, you can see it right there. Look, they're all going off, all of them. How hard is, is it to put a rain sensor? That I, I don't know why nobody does that. This isn't the only place I've seen do that. You know, I, I used to have an RV... That had uh, a vent fan in the uh, in the roof, and it was on a powered. It was also on a thermostat. It would open the, the little vent, and the fan would come on to vent the air. But it had a rain sensor. If it started to rain, it would shut itself off and close itself up. Here's what I know. Why can't they do that here? <laughs> I don't know. Here's what I would like to know, though. It's uh, March first, right? Yeah. The climate here must be considerably warmer. Yeah, why do they even have their sprinkler system yeah. going yet? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I, I guess they don't shut them down for winter here. I guess so. Okay. Oh, well. Whatever. Um, <coughs> you know, we had a, we were talking the other day about how you can add Billy to anything <laughs> yeah. and just completely fuck it up. Yes. Yeah. Well, I got a list of stuff, and so does Topher, <laughs> about what you can add Billy to. Yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, let's say a business. The Olive Garden and Billy. <laughs> Crate and Barrel and Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lone Star and Billy. <laughs> live. Texas Roadhouse yeah. and Billy. Live Nudes and, and Billy. Billy. <laughs> MSNBC and Billy. Yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Uh, and, and Billy. Billy. <laughs> Emerson, Lake, Palmer. And, and Billy. Billy. <laughs> yes. Starbucks. And Billy. Hey, we, we do food. Meatloaf. And Billy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mash- Chicken fried steak. And Billy. Mashed potatoes and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Scalp potatoes and Billy. <laughs> Boba tea. And, and Billy. Billy. Yeah. Chicken noodle bread bowl. And Billy. <laughs> Two douchebags and a microphone. And, and Billy. Billy. Yeah, there we, we go. We gotta find Billy now. Yeah, right. really. We'll find someone walking along, see if they want to be Billy. Yeah, we can just randomly shout, Hey Billy! And see if someone turns around. <laughs> and then you can even do Billy slightly different. Yeah. Sam's Club featuring Billy. Yeah. <laughs> so you walk in and there's like this little red-haired fucking kid dancing around. Yeah. Like, Hi, I'm Billy. Like Billy, Billy Mummy from Billy Lost in Space. Yeah, Billy Mummy or little, Mummy or whatever. Little yeah, red-headed yeah. kid. Hey, I'm going to ban you to the cornfield. Only certain people would get that. Yes. One of the scariest Twilight Zone episodes oh, ever. That was that was horrifying. Oh man, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, Motley Crue and Billy. <laughs> Gold Bond Foot Powder and Billy. <laughs> hey, hey, will you? Hey, honey, will you give me the Gold Bond Foot Powder and Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Miniature donkeys and, and Billy, Billy. <laughs> Tough Shed and, and Billy. Billy Brown and Crouppen and Billy <laughs> with Billy. Yeah. It's a lawyer firm here in Kansas City. Yes. You can see the commercials now. Yeah, <laughs> been hurt in an accident. We're here for you and, and Billy. <laughs> People are like, who the fuck's Billy? What, I, I, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I see him everywhere. He's with Motley Crue. He's in Sam's Club. And now Brown and Crouppen's got this Billy motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Sporting uh, KC and, and Billy. Billy. So you see him out there like kicking the ball around. <laughs> hey, 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 Topher. Yeah. Is that Billy? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I think it is Billy. Hey, hey, try to get his attention. Billy! Billy! You, hey, there's other ways we could work Billy in, like uh, in uh, the health health field. Mm-hmm. It's like you go into uh, your doctor's office to get uh, you know a med check and your blood drawn and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get my flu and COVID vaccines <laughs> and Billy. Yeah. <laughs> I need a dilation and cure Edmund and Billy. Um, I need uh, the Peroni's treatment and Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Or it can be used as a code word. Like, let's say you go into a massage parlor. Mm -hmm. And you go, yeah, I'll take the uh, Swedish and Billy. Oh, Oh, Billy. Okay. Go all the way down to the left. (laughs) Go in there. Give her money first. Take all your clothes off. And go to the back cabana. What do you you want on your burger? Uh, Lettuce, tomato, mayo, onion, and Billy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Be right back. (laughs) I see him him call the chef. Uh, We'll take a BLT double with a side of Billy. (laughs) Did you say a side of Billy? Yeah, side of Billy. Okay, thanks. All right. It's in the works. Caesar's Palace. And, and Billy. Billy. <laughs> so you go to Vegas, you're like, man, I'm going to go gamble. Where would you go? Oh, I kind of like Caesar Palace and Billy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, we could redo famous movies. Goodfellas and Billy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gone with the Wind and, and Billy. Billy. <laughs> Planes, trains, automobiles and, and Billy. Billy. <laughs> Home Alone with Billy. <laughs> Uh, got a uh, Die Hard with Billy. Yeah. I know what you did last summer to Billy. <laughs> Scream 37 with Billy. Billy yes. <coughs> Child's Play with Billy. Yeah. Or Chucky or whatever the name yeah. of it is now. Norwegian Cruise Lines and Billy. Billy. <laughs> Adidas High Tops. And Billy. With Billy. <laughs> you got any more Billies that you want to add to that? Or? You see, like, look at the back of your package of cookies. It may contain tree nuts. And Billy. And Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! 
fuck. I, how many times I tell you I can't have Oreos because they got Billy in them? It's an allergy. Oh, warning. bullshit. Let me see that. I'll be damned. It does say Billy. Fuck, I'm sorry. All right, I'll get the other ones next time that don't contain Billy. You know what Billy does to me. And my ass gets red and mm-hmm. inflamed. Oh, like those uh, the drug commercials where they're going over the side effects? Oh, yeah. May cause your know, rectal <laughs> discharge, eye bleeding, nose running, and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, did you hear that? It could cause Billy? Yeah, I heard that. It said Billy. I'd rather just die. Fuck. <laughs> Billy is a form of dying. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're dying, but you just don't go anywhere. <laughs> You're actually dead if you get Billy, but you just stay there. Mm. Yeah. Man, I would not want to be called Billy. That's just an unfortunate name. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be more periodic Billies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll come up with a good one and just throw Mm. them out here and there. (coughs) Or, you know, when we start taking calls, if you want a little bit more airtime, you go, hey, uh, I would like to talk about the new KSA Airport. And Billy. Yeah. And be like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey. We got like a little bell. Ding, 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 ding. Hey. Oh, I I ordered some food. I got a, uh, a BLT. Billy lettuce and tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look at these Billy straps. Oh, they're so good. Man, look what they've done to my sandwich. They loaded it full of Billy. Oh. That's that's some of that backstrap Billy. <coughs> yeah. The fat back Billy. Fat back Billy. <laughs> what about kale Billy? Ooh. Oh. Deep fried Billy. <laughs> Billy Chicha Billy, Billy cakes. <laughs> oh. I wonder how many times we've said Billy. Too many. Yeah. Yeah. People already shut us off. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, you know, get this segment and make your drinking game. Every time we say Billy, take a shot. Oh, you're already passed out by now. <laughs> it's done. It's you over. You have alcohol poisoning now. <laughs> <laughs> you're already out. You already called the medics. Yeah. <coughs> Anyhow. Man, uh, this, the wet out here is really... Uh, messing with our sinuses. Yeah, wet weather. Yeah. It's... Especially since it's been really dry over the winter and all yeah. the dry, dead stuff sitting around. Now it's getting wet. It's well, starting to decompose. That's, that's what Rick was saying. He said that like it got yeah. really dry there for a while, but recently it just started raining again. Yeah. It's raining today. It's supposed to rain um, late tomorrow night again. Mm-hmm. And then into uh, the next day, I think, or something like that. Or So yeah. he's talking about like they're going to have rain today. No rain tomorrow, then rain the next day, and then no rain, and then rain a couple of days later. Wow. So it's starting to get into a wet pattern. That's how come everything looks so green that started raining. Yeah. So. Yeah, won't have to water my trees. Yeah, yep. Well, I mean, they still uh, they still um, sprink- have the sprinkler on, so <laughs> yeah. they're kind of worried about water, I guess. I don't know, apparently yeah, so. I guess. They're like, man, what if it quits raining? <laughs> Just leave the sprinklers on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I read an interesting article actually today, and I jotted it down. Mm-hmm. People that think they're attractive are less likely to wear masks. Yeah, I can see that. You see, that's never been my issue. I just fucking hate masks. Yeah, I hate them around my face, <laughs> and I feel suffocated. So I don't like sit there in the mirror and go, "Ah, that's better." I'm just like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> well, evidently, a majority of these people aren't doing it for that. They're doing that because they look in the mirror and go, nah, that's much better than that mask. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, keep the mask on. It's fine. <laughs> there was uh, some woman who got into trouble. I think she she finally had to pay some fine or something that she, during the height of, of COVID, during the you know mask mandate times, she used makeup to paint a fake mask on her face and then walked around like that oh, that's funny. filming it as a, as a social media stunt and then got arrested and I think she's she's paid some big fine. So the money she made on Instagram or whatever yeah. or, or fucking tick puke or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was one of those women she she adopted an autistic child 
from China and then featured the kid in uh, a whole bunch of videos, made a ton of money, and now she's decided she's tired of it and she and her husband have decided to get rid of the kid. Oh, that's a piece of shit. Yeah. So they only got the kid so they could exploit it for social media. This poor autistic kid. That is And that now they're they're dirty. tired of it. Oh man. Yeah. That poor kid is probably mm. oh, wow. Yeah. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. But gosh, it's tolerated, apparently. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. As, as so many people think this is just fine. <clears throat> Well, oh, and anyhow, people are less likely to wear masks. Um, uh, according to a, a study from the Frontiers of Psychology, um, which I guess is like a school, I guess. Or a, maybe a journal. It, it, I bet you it's a journal. Yeah. Last year was the study, and it said people are, are uh, uh, that are less likely to wear masks. Uh, perceives um, themselves as good looking. Kind of the um, Jackie Bur- Bat- Burkhart syndrome from that yeah. 70s show. Yeah. <clears throat> That's actually a good way to describe it. Oh, yeah. I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty, I get away with stuff. You know, I'm not responsible for the mayhem that my beauty causes. <laughs> you know, and, and there are many times she'd say, you know, I can't deprive people of this face, and, you know, meaning herself and. Yeah, just just that is funny. Uh huh. Did she end up killing herself or something? The real person? No, that was Mila Kunis who played Jackie. Oh, Mila Kunis. Yeah, I was thinking of his uh, uh, Topher's sister or what? What is his Topher, name? Yeah, Eric. Eric, Eric Foreman. Yeah. I was thinking of his sister. His yeah. sister killed. Yeah. Jackie is the dark-headed one. Yeah. Mila Kunis. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? You're right. That I got him mixed up. She always did say that. That's mm-hmm. right. Her gimmick was... Uh, yeah, and I'm she so and Kelso pretty. were always talking about how gorgeous and beautiful they were That's and right. each other were. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And beautiful people are supposed to just glide through life and, and you know, ugly people are supposed to look to the beautiful people for all their guidance. And <laughs> That's right. It's been a while since I watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. Or not the movie, but the shows. Yeah. Um, that 90s show... Kind of interested in that. I've I heard some people say it was okay, but yeah, I don't think it's. They can't replicate what they had in that '80s show. No, that I didn't grow good. up in the '90s. I grew up in the '70s, so yeah, I don't think it would make that much sense <clears throat> to me. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's see. Where was I? The more attractive the person thought they were, the less likely they were uh, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So basically, whatever they rated themselves. That's how many you can subtract from mask wearing, you know, like percentage or whatever. I, I've seen that attitude in, in a lot of people. I'm too pretty for dot, dot, dot. I'm too pretty to do whatever. There have been famous cases like, uh, what's her name down there in Florida that killed her kid? Casey Anthony? Uh-huh. Wasn't she the one that said, I'm too attractive to go to prison or something like uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've heard there, that Wasn't one. there a school teacher that was like banging a young boy or something? Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm too attractive to go to prison. One of the uh, insurrectionists, the January 6th insurrectionists, oh, uh, yeah. bragged that she wouldn't go to prison because she's is, she's a woman and she's white and she's pretty. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. <clears throat> what <Yeah>. an idiot. <laughs> the group even would be less likely to wear masks to job interviews, social gatherings, school shopping or doctor appointments anywhere they were not forced to wear a mask they would not that's kind of pathetic <coughs> that they're so it is they're so concerned with having other people look at them and be pleased that they're willing to risk themselves risk other people uh, flagrantly disobey health Codes and rules and laws. No, that's that's what I'm getting at. They here. want people to look that's at what them I'm and go, to illustrate. "Oh, you're so pretty." Yeah, they they, they could give a shit. They're so they're sociopaths. Yeah, almost or pretty much kind of in the same league. No regard for anyone else's help because everyone has to see how beautiful they are. Yeah, and yeah. that's more important than other people's help. Help. Yeah. yeah. 
I, yeah, I, I see a lot of people like that, that they just don't care. Well, mm-hmm. I want what I want, and I don't care about anybody else. Well, I've even heard attitudes like this when they thought it was a disease that killed the elderly and didn't touch younger, and then all of a sudden it flipped around and started mm-hmm. getting younger people. There's a lot of the younger people going, who gives a fuck? You uh-huh. guys destroyed the earth. Yep. That was the attitude when AIDS started breaking out. Oh, oh it's it was just, just a gay disease. Yeah, Who cares? just killing gays. Who then cares? all of a sudden it started getting straight people. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. We got to do something about this now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a majority of the study's participants were 22 to 45 year old, comprised with half of both sexes, with a few other identities included. So I guess that would be non-binary or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. Demi Lovato types. Yeah. Yeah. So. Don't Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.